3: Do you think there's any value into designing a new NFT? We could, oh, could we create life?
4: I mean, I thought you already wanted to make a new NFT with McJagger's balls.
3: Well, that's, that's uh, what I think we should officially do.
4: Yeah, balls. We'll call it balls of teas. Balls teas.
3: I think we just call it NFT. I think balls teas might not. I don't think people across. will respond to that. They won't understand. Once we get this thing made, we've got to breathe life into it. We've got to give it a personality and a voice. And we've got to create. We've got to play God here.
5: You know, once we get the ball rolling, I think it'll all fall into place. The balls.
3: Pun. Sort of like a pun
5: Play.
4: Blame.
3: That's Quirky's 1988 for you. Quirky's 307 is here, and I'm... You can call me Loot. You're listening to Prop Culture, where three NFT characters replacing Friendly Wager's on the relentless pop culture absurdities that seem to get weirder every week. Friendly reminder that everything um, we say is completely unreliable. Uh, also, if you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you offer your wagers. iHeartPropCulture at gmail.com or iLovePropCulture at gmail.com. I think maybe I, I don't want to make any more than just one bet. I feel like uh, I just, I have. I want to do a sh- something that's a sure thing. I'm just throwing my money away at you losers. I haven't won anything, so I'm just going to do a sure bet.
5: I'm not going to say that you won a bet, but you came
3: awful close to winning a bet. What's the word when you
5: don't win it? Uh, Lose? That's right, Quirkies.
4: Yeah, that's lose. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> a loser.
5: Okay. No, no, listen. So last week, remember we were talking about celeb real estate? Yes. Got an update? Lootbag for Adventurers said, What celeb will list their home as a rental? You said Matt Damon because he's got all that NFT money. Yeah. He may be prepping to have one of his houses set up as a rental because he just bought an 8.5 million Westchester County retreat. Oh, You're really? I'm wow. not kidding. This is wow. Just, this is just like, this is this week. This is hot
3: off the press. Tell me about this retreat. Well, it's uh, Bedford, New York. That's about, I'll tell you, that's about 45 minutes north of Manhattan. Okay, that's not too bad. Not too bad. I'd probably make it in about 33 because I got a heavy foot.
5: (laughs) Uh, Damon and his wife, Luciana Barroso, bought it through an LLC that shares a Santa Monica address with Damon and Affleck's Pearl Street Films oh, oh right. so he yeah bought it for his company
4: yeah he bought it for his company wow and you think maybe
5: his part of his company is kind of like an airbnb dealer
4: yeah, yeah i mean they're probably you know using like some of the excess money to just invest in real estate you know because like maybe like an investor gave him 50 million dollars and they only spent 40 million why not buy another you know property put out for rent you know and actually sell it when they need the money
5: now it's 8.5 million dollars but it's Seven thousand one hundred ninety square feet. It's a colonial style home, four bedroom, five and a half baths, built in two thousand
3: four, renovated last year.
4: Wow. So yeah, I do think yeah that's up for a rental soon. Yeah. What is
3: his exposure in the NFT world? Is he diversifying? I, is I he dumping know. one thing to pick up another? How does that work?
4: I am not sure. I mean, I don't. I don't have yeah. an answer.
3: I don't have an answer. To that. I wish there a was a website
4: estate. called dirt nfts where they showed news of celebrities selling their nfts
3: look there is quirkies. it's called prop culture okay nice. and you're the person
4: okay
5: yeah once we get this nft set up you could also make a website we could do all sorts of
3: side projects i don't think we real like we could be like ben and matt we can be like ben and matt let's get started today we're going to make uh we're going to get this balls rolling that's the pro- name of the project uh this is uh this is relevant to you netflix says that tv Will be dead in the next five to ten years. Seems like a really defensive thing to say.
4: What, what do you, what do they mean by TV? Just like cable TV, or just the act of looking in front of this big screen and watching things for thirty minutes?
3: I think that they see you know podcasts and all these other forms of media that are more uh, interactive. That it's a dying medium. Ad models are sh- are completely shifting.
4: Well, but why are they making an ad mo- like ad supported? tier plan then. I don't know. You know. They're just talking out of their ass because they are partnering micro- with Microsoft to make an ad-supported tier plan.
3: Yeah, a little Gray Man bet, if you recall. Yeah, I do recall. Yeah. but uh, Do you remember what the bet was? Yeah, Loot, will there be a sequel? Will there I be said be a sequel? I said no.
4: I said no. I said Bollywood might make a sequel, but not like the, the Anglo territories. No.
5: Lootbag said yes.
3: Guess what? I said absolutely. No sequel yet. You sure about that? Yes, yes. You I sure about that, leg. you sons of bitches? Wait, what? Uh-huh. Sure? I didn't even bother looking into this because oh, it seems so absurd. interesting.
5: Whoa. Are you looking at menshealth.com? Because <laughs> they are writing. <laughs> I usually about this. am.
3: That's where I get my <laughs> news.
4: They have a Great Man Universe plan, but you know, there's no confirmation yet. There's no budget yet.
3: Oh, there's no budget yet? Are you sure?
4: There is no confirmation, Luke.
3: Here's something that's a a detail of this. They bought the Russo's The Gray Man, and they're also putting $200 million into another Russo production called The Electric State. Internet Chatter already has hints at prequel and sequel installments in the works. This hasn't been confirmed by Netflix.
0: I mean, it hasn't been confirmed. It hasn't been
5: confirmed. We cannot award you any $10 for Internet Chatter. It's speculative. Men's Health.
4: Yeah, Men's Health, where they talking testosterone balls all the time. What right. would they know about movies?
5: We talk about balls all the time too. Yeah, we're doing an NFT about balls. We've spent. You had a good idea about it. Fourteen percent of our podcast history talking about Mick Jagger's balls.
4: So, Lou, so you're bringing the Netflix thing up because you think you won the bet, but you did not yes. yet.
3: Yeah. What well, came close again?
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Blues. Came close again. That's why I'm not making dumb bets anymore. No money has been exchanged anywhere. Uh, hold on. What? The missive is here. Oh god. oh god I've really tired of this thing
0: Dear Lubeck and the rest Existence continues to be a gamble Here are today's topics Gremlins versus Baby Yoda
3: Remember the movie uh, Gremlins? Yeah I thought Gremlins was scary I haven't seen it in quite some time I'm I haven't not... seen it in a while I don't know if either. I was ever afraid of it Yeah man I'll get water on him Remember the little character That was the star of the Gremlins movie? Mogwai I think that was what he was but he had a name oh really Sadly, name? i know this what's his name gizmo Gizmo. oh i knew that, yeah, I, I, know knew that. Gizmo. I knew that i knew that i sounded like it
5: a- let me take that back a step
3: oh yeah gizmo the mogwai yeah it's wor- it's better that you don't know this there was an article that i read in salon.com that the mandalorian copied baby yoda
4: i wouldn't be surprised because when i first saw baby yoda that's what i thought of the Gremlins.
3: Hmm. I think Joe Dante did also.
5: John Favreau said Baby Yoda was inspired by E.T. So, I mean, if he's willing to say that,
3: I don't know if it's friendly or not. I can't quite tell if it's tongue-in-cheek, laughy, or is it serious? Is this a is this a real beef? Is it going to spill over into something?
4: I don't think it'll just spill over, just because Disney's a powerful company, and I think they have the wires to stomp down any. Um, Articles that PR agents might write.
3: Look, I mean, I read the article.
4: Yes, but it's from Salon. Is it going to spread to Hollywood Reporter?
3: San Francisco Chronicle. Gremlin's director says Baby Yoda is completely stolen from classic film.
5: Yeah, that's a blurb, not an
3: exclusive. Who who was he? Was he
5: talking to San Francisco Chronicle?
3: Looks like he was doing maybe a conference call with a bunch of reporters maybe.
5: Yeah, I don't. Know. I haven't seen the video chat, so it's hard for me to say if he was being sincere. But if he feels that way, I wonder if he has a case. You should
4: get that lawyer who sued the blurred lines guy.
5: Oh yeah, Robin Thick.
4: Yeah, I mean, I know he's a music lawyer, but oh yeah, yeah.
3: A- that's true. That guy is a magician of law. Yeah. Gremlin's Secret of the Mogwai is coming out on uh, HBO Max. Falls, false an animated series. That's why this is suddenly come back again. Oh. Uh, uh-huh.
4: Okay, so there are PR agents involved.
3: Maybe
5: someone, um, Joe Dante, is working with some social media experts.
3: That show's about to come out, so maybe they're, maybe they're ginning up some... Uh, Probably. That's good PR. Is there going to be legal action over this? I don't think so. I think it's... Now that you mentioned that,
5: I didn't know about the HBO Max series, but... Mm-hmm sounds like it's a PR campaign and that's that.
4: Yeah, I don't think there will be a lawsuit.
5: I think Joe Dante probably called up John Favreau and said now John, I'm not gonna be mad at you, but I'm gonna say some stuff in San Francisco I think it's gonna get some good buzz for both of us
3: mm. that's, that's what I imagine happened I think it, uh, that could be very accurate. You guys have talked me out of it. or talk, You guys have certainly convinced me that I think you're right think it's all just a great, very smart PR campaign.
5: Now, John, I don't care if people really believe it. We're we're in Hollywood. We're in showbiz, right? That's how Joe Dante talks? Yeah,
4: probably. I mean, controversial. But look what Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's fight has brought upon their careers. They're both more famous than they ever were.
3: I don't know. Some people would say that both of their careers are ruined, though. Or do you think they are?
4: I don't think so. I think looking at the Kardashians, I think, any sort of publicity is good publicity these days.
3: Mm,
5: I don't know. That doesn't apply to a lot of people.
4: <laughs> oh, Unless if you're, like, canceled. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's what I was thinking about. None of these guys got canceled. Everyone's talking about them and looking at them and saying they sure are cute. They're both cute. I love them both. Yes. Yeah. People we are love saying, Gremlins. We love the Mandalorian. I mean, I don't, but other people do. Maybe I, I, don't I, know, I, I bet people are, like,
5: now, like, doing drawings of baby Yoda coming out of Gizmo's vagina and, like, people are, you know, oh, doing all these... That? Shit. Oh, wow.
3: Does that exist? I don't
5: know. Oh, man.
3: I'll make it on Dolly right now. Freaking Too late, man. Dolly went pay.
4: Really? So did someone well, buy I think Dolly? You, no,
3: you get credits.
5: You get, I think you, you get a bunch of credits for free. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. But So, I wonder... Okay, I'm gonna type baby Yoda. It's Yoda or yoga.
3: I'm looking at Yoda and Gizmo together. Coming out of Gizmo's vagina <laughs> in, oh, the, see that, in yeah. a photorealistic style. Wow! Did you make this in Dahlia Yeah, we saved yeah. this so that we can uh, mint this. Sure, it's saved. Maybe we mint an NFT every week and give it to a listener.
4: Do we have the funds to do that? Yeah. So we have the crypto to do that to print. Yeah. Oh wow.
5: We got lots of money.
0: Kid Cudi storms off stage.
5: Speaking of Mogwais and Yoda's, uh, Kid Cuddy is also wearing pointy ears.
4: Oh, really? Is is he wearing them, or did he get? Um, some people get body modifications.
5: No, I think he's just wearing them. I'm not sure if he's wearing them when he got booed off stage, or whatever. Got bottles thrown at him. Somebody threw garbage at him. Yeah, I saw the. There was a TikTok of the guy actually throwing the bottle that broke the camel, the Cudi's back. So it was a bottle that hit him. So maybe like a plastic water bottle or something. He wore pointy ears for the Kids Choice Awards. Why did they? Uh, why were they booing him? I think because they thought Kanye was gonna perform, or or because well they knew Kanye wasn't and was just like oh we're getting this guy instead of Kanye. Oh. And maybe, I heard too that maybe that Kanye and Kid Cudi. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name correctly, but uh Kanye and Ki- Kid Cudi were having a beef, uh so maybe a lot of people were saying I take Kanye West's side in this
3: the beef came out on stage.
5: Kanye was supposed to headline and then he pulled out last minute and then Kid Cudi took a spot and then got booed off stage. And then I guess a little while later, Kanye came out on someone else's stage as a guest.
3: Oh man. So they, they found the
5: video.
4: Oh, so it's called the rolling loud festival.
5: Yeah. Kanye joined little Dirk and then he, Kanye played with Lil Durk a song where Kid Cudi actually performed the
3: chorus in the recorded version.
4: I th- think it was a very good troll by Kanye.
3: Kid Cudi. Cootie? Cutie? I don't know. Kid Cudi stepped in as a day one headliner for Rolling Loud Miami 2022, replacing Kanye West, who canceled his performance with no explanation. Fans in attendance were not happy with the last minute replacement, chanting Kanye and throwing objects at Cudi, Cutie, Cutie during his set from Hypebeast.
5: SKpop says that uh, prior to the release of Donda 2, Ye took to Instagram to announce that Cootie would not be part of the album due to his friendship with Pete Davidson. Oh. Uh.
4: So it all goes back to the Kardashians.
5: It all goes, it always goes back to the Kardashians.
4: Here is something controversial I'll say. Uh-oh. I yeah. don't think any man who has married into the Kardashian clan comes out of that Marriage or relationship and scathe mentally.
5: Lamar Odom.
4: Oh my gosh, Lamar Odom. <laughs> Lamar Odom, Scott Disick.
3: Yeah, well, you know, Chloe and Tristan, uh, either just had or about to have a baby. Rich, Tristan, Rich, Tristan Thompson.
5: Will uh, Will uh, Kanye and Kid Cudi publicly reconcile? I say no. Do you think Kanye was like happy that that happened to Kid Cudi?
4: Yes, I think he was very happy. felt
5: bad for the guy. He was like, kind of like when my dad would threaten to turn the car around because we were
3: making uh, action figure noises in the back of the car. The fans were being wise guys, and he's like, I'm going to stop this concert. And then they yeah. bopped him with something, and he's like, you ever bop your dad with a, something from the back seat? No, but uh, we would do like
5: gun noises and stuff for our G.I. Joe. So he'd be like. My dad has that thing where noise, certain noises are very annoying for him. I think that's just called being a grump. Uh, but uh, he uh, did not like that. He was like, Guys, enough with the sound effects. Keep it up. <laughs> and then I uh, got into podcasting professionally.
4: As long as Kid Cudi is friends with Pete Davidson, yeah, I don't think they'll ever reconcile
5: yeah, and I don't think they'll reconcile just because I think he's just hes so wrapped up in his own mythology. Unless Kid Cudi comes crawling back and tries to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not friends with Pete Davidson, which I don't see Kid Cudi doing that. I don't know Kid Cudi very well, but it
3: doesn't seem like that would make sense. I don't, I don't think they'll make up and be friends again. I'm sorry. I'm hopeful that they will, so I'm going to put that out into the atmosphere digital atmosphere that i think it's possible so let's try and manifest that let's bring them back together let's do what we can in our thoughts
4: oh my gosh you sound like a therapist
3: yeah you sound like a therapist let's make it manifest make manifest their rekindling friendship maybe they can work it out
5: now you sound like you work at a gem store in a posh part of town (laughs) thank you (laughs)
3: As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.
2: Doja sells her dungeon.
4: Doja Cat has just listed her home.
3: Where is her home? For sale?
4: Yeah, for sale, yeah. After like just living there for less than one year, really.
3: Oh my gosh.
4: She bought this home in Beverly Hills.
5: Yeah, it was kind of boho chic.
4: Yes, it was boho chic, and she bought it for two point two million in twenty twenty one, and now she's listing it for two point five mil.
3: Nice, nice yeah. little chunk right there. Yeah. For yeah. Doji Cat. Four hundred
4: thousand dollar profit.
3: Did she rent it out during the last year? Like let's say maybe she was back on tour. Did she rent it out the whole time?
4: Um, I don't think so because according to this article, she's already moved out.
5: This house is pretty nice. Two point five million for this home, uh I think that's pretty good.
4: It is. I mean, considering how everything decent and silver like is two mil. Yeah, I, mean, this house- I mean,
5: you know, like LA you're lucky to get like an okay house for a million. And this actually it's pretty stylish. It was built in 1960.
4: But it has those nice beams.
5: Yeah, but it it, it looks like it was built in 1960. Like it's a bold
3: space age kind of what style. What would you pay? What what do you think the going rate for that rental would be?
4: The going rate for the rental. Yeah. Well, she's listing it for sale, so but I think if he, she rented it out, probably 10,000.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah I'd a say, day?
5: No, a, no,
4: a month.
3: month. No way. Yeah, I don't maybe 12,000 a month. But it, because it's Doji cats, it seems like it would be. I think she get that more? much more valuable.
5: I, I I do fail to recognize how far her star has
3: ascended at times. Hmm. I mean,
4: she does have a lot of listeners or followers on Spotify.
3: That's true. Yeah. She, it probably wouldn't be an Airbnb. I bet it would be a private rental agreement. Yes, it would. Is there a, a, a wager to be made around? My bet
4: is. Which neighborhood is she moving to? Is she staying in Beverly Hills, or is she just going to a different neighbor in Los Angeles? She's
3: moving from Beverly Hills to a different neighborhood.
4: I say she's moving to Brentwood.
5: You think oh. Doja Cat's? No, not
4: be? not Brentwood. Bel Air, because everybody Bel-Air, seems huh. uh, everybody seems to be buying Bel Air. So yes, my bet is she's gonna move to Bel Air.
5: Three oh seven. I wanna say Doja Cat. You know, the top of her game right now. She's gonna move to the Hollywood
3: Hills. Damn, man, that was my guess. If you want to say that too, that's fine. No, I'm so gonna pick a, a I'm copycat. Gonna, I'm gonna. I was not going to say some somewhere like um.
4: Silver Lake? Were you talking? I was this? gonna say.
3: I was gonna say Silver Lake. Silver Lake had a re, an, another rock star move in there just recently. Bob Weir from Grateful Dead. Oh wow! <laughs> so that's probably is a signifier to Doja Cat that okay. This is a very cool area.
4: But isn't Bob Weir like seventy years old? So like the aging rockers are moving to Silver Lake?
3: I mean, of course, yeah. But so are doesn't doesn't Bob Weir seventy four?
5: Doesn't Bob Weir have a band called like Doja Rat or something?
3: Yeah, Doja Rat. Wow. So I think that I think that she's going to recognize that it's the perfect place. Okay, to live. Silver Lake, Hollywood Hills, Bel Air. Bel-Air is such a classic, old, vintage, full of very old money. They don't have dumb street names in Bel-Air. They don't have, like...
4: Peachtree Battle.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. That's a bet. That might be my sure thing of the week.
0: Space Sperm.
3: Where uh, where do you guys uh, live? In our home. You live in a house? A townhouse. Oh, that makes sense. Tri-level. I thought maybe you'd be on like a ship somewhere, like a spaceship. No,
5: No Or way. a,
3: uh, or an asteroid, or something like that. Like a, like you're an alien. We're living among the humans,
5: uh, and they don't even know. Which is one of the greatest parts. They just don't realize that we're NFTs. We there's part of our programming is to adjust our form when humans see us.
3: It's sort of like a hologram. If you're in a spaceship, do not masturbate. Really? Yeah. It's against the rules. That sounds like a dare. Astronauts have warned against masturbating in space over fears female astronauts could get impregnated by stray fluids.
5: No. Well, even beyond that, can in space just a single sperm get out of the fluid and then swim through the air?
4: I mean, aren't spacesuits designed to block penetration?
5: Well, apparently there's nude astronauts.
3: Late night TV host Conan O'Brien waded into the uncomfortable topic while interviewing a NASA engineer, asking him if he had ever sent porn to the International Space Station. No, none of that. Does porn work in zero gravity? It goes everywhere. Three female astronauts can be impregnated by the same man on the same session. It finds its way.
5: I think it's a little short-sighted to assume that someone's going to be masturbating because there's such a thing known as nocturnal emissions. True. True. I wonder if they put a little piece of tape over the urethra so that none of the sperm. Or maybe comes they out. have
4: special underwear, like the Mormons do.
5: A tiny cork. I maybe mean, they just wear condoms all the time. A tiny corky, you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> a tiny cork. Just jam a little
3: corky into there. <laughs> yeah. Like the like the stopper on a wine bottle.
5: That's very
4: interesting because I once read an <laughs> article of how they were, you know doing experience on how two people could have sex in space because it's very hard because there's zero gravity.
5: Sure, sure is. And is there got, zero gravity porn? Hmm. That's a good question. I'm going to Google it on my
3: work computer. Surely there is.
4: So they, uh, they were doing experiments if people could have the penetration sex with a swing-on, some sort of swing-on because there's like zero gravity there.
3: Swing-on? What do you mean?
4: Because they were thinking if, like, if both people were on swings if they could have penetration sex in space.
3: The same swing, presumably. I'm searching for zero gravity on
5: some of my favorite porno websites and I'm mm. not seeing anything. I'm just seeing, like, I guess people branded their porn company as zero gravity. A lot of blowjobs. i seen a lot of butts, kind of like people showing off their assholes. And here's one. Femdom videos. When we count to zero, come on our feet. So, So no. No.
3: No. <laughs> no.
4: Oh, right. I thought everything had been done in porn before, but not zero-gravity porn. That's a revelation today.
3: I feel like we just thought of
5: that. I mean, it's probably cost-prohibitive, though. I think a lot of porn is kind of created on the cheap. I bet NASA has done this. They've videotaped it. But for science purposes? Yes. and you're How saying, would they know all this? Oh, yeah, surely they're trying it. Yeah, yeah, how would they... I mean, how would they know, really?
4: Uh, maybe that's one of the first experiments um, the Russians did on Yuri Gagarin when he first went up to space to see what happens when, if you jack off. Yuri. Yuri, yes. Yuri, we
3: have um, something we want to mention to you. The thought. When you're out there... Well, that sounds like an awkward conversation to have. Maybe they... Uh, For science. Because, you know,
5: scientists are very... Sly and cunning, so maybe they were like, "Oh, Yuri, you're such a bad boy." And they started talking dirty to him until he just couldn't handle it anymore. And he had a good, he's like, oh, "I'm going to go out to the storage facility," and then
3: starts. They're going to go out to the storage facility.
4: <laughs> I mean, if, it, if well, anybody he hid
3: behind a little bar, oh, you do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what cares?
5: Storage facilities are a great place to whack off.
4: I think it's most likely that they did the experiment on him before anybody else, because he was all alone in this confined space for over 20 hours. I mean, what did he do?
3: Yeah, what is he supposed to do? Yeah. Within the next week, will we be able to track down zero-gravity porn? Does it exist? And you're saying authentic, no special effects. Yeah, no special effects. No, no. I'm sorry, authentic. Now you're saying,
5: because isn't there like zero-G simulators? Does that exist? I think there's simulators. That's
3: okay. That would be okay, I think. Okay. I mean, if you're going to. We're talking about who's gone to this trouble.
5: Yeah. I mean, there haven't really been a lot of human beings in outer space, I guess. To zero gravity.
4: Here's my bet. In simulation, zero gravity, yes, it exists. True zero gravity, no, it does not exist.
5: My bet is we're not going to find it, period. There's a lot of porn of a lot of things, but I think it's just too expensive for.
3: Too expensive.
5: Yeah. I mean, if someone wants to really see it, maybe they'll, they'll make it happen. A lot of people have a. Matt Damon's friggin' buying eight point five million dollar houses.
3: So. He could put in a zero G porn studio.
5: I mean, it probably costs what to make a zero G porn? Maybe like seven million dollars. I
4: mean, first you'll need flight tickets to on a SpaceX rocket. How least. much are those? Until you'll have to rent out the whole plane because the other. We
3: could capacitors- put up a sheet. Well, we could uh, do it in collaboration with Elon, Mr. Musk.
4: Yeah, he's the only person who can probably make that true zero-g porn actually.
3: He could fund Tesla with this new discovery. That's why he's always talking about to the
5: moon.
4: A SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket with a crew Dragon capsule endeavor launched at 11:17 a.m. from the Kennedy Space Center. Private mission to ISS. The widely reported price for tickets is 55
5: million. Each?
4: Yes. Okay. But this one actually goes to like space
5: expensive yeah i don't have that kind of money
4: if you just want to go to the edge of space on virgin galactic spaceship 2 the ticket prices are four hundred fifty thousand.
5: that's not going to work because we're looking for people to have sex and no
3: virgins allowed yes i bet that if we put a call out to the listeners and they know about it they'll send us proof that it exists i don't think it has to be visual i don't care to see it i I'm curious about you know I would see it I'd look at it. I bet that there's government research that's been done on it legitimately That's
5: not, that's not pornography then that's people having sex on video.
3: yeah
4: that's called gossip like,
3: see now we're
5: getting into a conversation about the semantics of pornography though yes yeah. what, what right. we're
4: talking about is porna- pornography at least intended
5: uh, to titillate I guess mm-hmm. well no because some you know there's some sexy move I don't know whatever let's move on to the next thing.
2: We woo we, wee we, woo we, wee
3: woo Are emergency vehicles too loud? Yes. Um,
5: no. Sometimes there's an ambulance coming and the people behind me aren't moving over. And I'm like, why aren't you moving over? Can you not hear it?
4: I think they're too loud because whenever you hear a live broadcast, you hear emergency vehicles all the time. If it's that loud that it bleeds into a live broadcast, then it's too loud.
3: I
5: mean, you should be doing your broadcast by the emergency.
3: Sirens, loud, and effective and risky, says the New York Times.
5: Ineffective?
3: Yes. For all the noise they create and attention they draw, sirens combined with emergency light and speeding can be a force multiplier for more harm than good, some experts said. Newer siren models rely on sound waves that can not only be heard but physically felt.
4: Oh, gosh, so it's worse. So what if a person was on their brakes and all of a sudden they get anxiety from those, like, sound waves and then they well, push on their accelerator? they should know that
5: there's someone who's having pulmonary thrombosis and the ambulance is rushing to this person having pulmonary thrombosis and they got to get out of the way. Get out of the way. Maybe if they just have a voice that says get out of the way because yeah. when sirens were invented now I'm, I'm you know I'm playing devil's advocate when sirens were invented you know the machinery was only capable of going Ooh! But now we're in 2022, where you could have a voice that goes and kind of a loud commanding voice and says, move, bitch,
3: get out the way. Wow, get what out is this the voice way- you're doing. It's ludicrous. That would be more effective. It would be entertaining, too, if you saw it, if you heard it coming down the street.
4: Yes, I think that's actually a good idea. You'd like welcome the vehicles. Yeah. 307.
3: I think
5: some people, too, maybe people on the sidewalk, they could start dancing, have a party, have some subwoofers blasting out the side. I don't know. I think, I think like. It's Party, party bus.
4: Sound waves being felt is a bad idea. I can see that being the basis of a class action lawsuit ten years from now.
5: What if uh, ambulances got a little cheeky and they played the Bee Gees classic, "Staying Alive?
3: Oh, that would be a fun notion. Wouldn't yeah. that be a
5: fun thing?
4: Yeah, that will be fun, actually.
3: Sirens have to compete now with the improved insulation and sound systems of modern cars.
5: Oh, oh wow. It sounds like whoever, whoever wrote this study just sounds so
4: up their own ass. It's so they must be... Dr. Me, yeah.
3: Clawson. Dr. Oh, really? It was, Dr. Oh, actually, Clawson, I'm sorry. I, I take that back. said the overuse of lights and sirens posed a public health dilemma. Oh, Kill, my He gosh. said killing nuns and children at crosswalks because you're running lights and sirens on a mouse bite doesn't make any sense. Does that? Did that happen? Or is he stating hypotheticals? I don't know.
4: I don't know. Dr. Clawson, I bet Dr. Clawson makes at least $200,000 a year, because that thing about... Newer cars insulate sirens. That sounds like a very rich person's thought.
3: Dr. Jeff Clausen is the founder of the International Academies of Emergency Dispatch in Salt Lake City. Sirens can be useful in certain situations, but they can be harmful to responders who suffer premature hearing loss and to patients who can be stressed by the noise and then the risk of accidents.
5: Isn't it up to the uh, first responders to choose when they're going to use their sirens?
3: Uh, I'm going to bet by the end of the year that there is going to be a lot of pressure on uh, emergency vehicles to lower the noise.
5: Really, you think this article is kick off a new
3: movement? Yeah.
4: I think, no, people are not going to care about this because one thing I've learned about the activists on the internet is that most of them get obsessed with one thing, and then they move on to the other thing oh a month gosh. later. I
3: uh, completely agree.
5: So you don't you don't think people are going to care about this for more than two or three days, or however long Dr. Clausen talks about it? Do you think, when do you think Dr. Clausen's going to move on to the next thing?
4: He's not going to move on to the next thing. He's the head of the emergency uh, responders. He's, he's
3: making money here. And I want you to think about it this week. Until next week, why don't we at least agree to table this so you can really think hard about it in your own life if you think that they make emergency sirens too loud.
4: Okay, this is a loot obsession. Yes. Yes.
3: Can, you, uh, can we review our bets that, uh, from this week?
4: Bet recap. Recap, 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 recap.
0: Is the Gremlins versus Baby Yoda going to lead to legal action? Will Kanye and Kid Cudi reconcile? Where is Doja Cat moving? Will the prop culture hosts find authentic zero-gravity pornography? Will sirens get quieter?
3: Contact us, I heart prop culture. At gmail.com or I love prop culture at gmail.com. Make a fun, friendly wager with us because everything we say in this podcast is completely unreliable. Prop Culture is a production of School of Humans and iHeart podcasts, closing up the missive.
0: The missive is closing.
3: Until next time,
1: Prop Culture.